Hey guys, if you guys could be, um, if you were a loner and you had and your time was up and you had to turn to an animal, what fake animal would you want to be? Fake animal? Why wouldn't we be a real animal? Like, are you, you have to be a fake one? Are you asking us like to to choose like like mythical beast or something? I would be Pete's dragon. Our wait, so you can pick anything? Opponent. Yeah, he yeah, said it like, can't fake. be real. Apparently. I, yeah, I would pick a dragon. I want to be Pete's dragon because no motherfucker's going to own me. I want to be a Darnarius Targaryen's dragon, but not the cool one. I want to be one of the side ones so there's not a lot of expectations on me. I'm going to be like a D&D like dragon, which gets all the money and like just can transform into any shape and cast a bunch of fucking spells. I'm going to be a gelatinous cube. I changed my mind. I want to be Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan is an animal. He's made out of the uh, cells, so you got it. And I've always wanted my penis to be blue. Well, you can do that. Just get some paint. Pretty Watch sure that's man. paint. We talked about it too. again. <sighs> Kevin, what, go, fake person, what fake person would you want to be, Kevin? Because people are animals. Yeah, uh, what if you say a person? Then do they have to do surgery to a person? In a stupid movie, it would be that would be the end, and then we would break the system, and the system would collapse. And then, yeah. No one's ever said person before, and then, that, yeah. That's and then someone would announce, the movie is over! Please leave the theater. Kevin, like, what what creature or animal would you want to be that's not actually real? It could be a person that doesn't exist. A uh, chupacabra. Oh, that's shit, that sounds pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> no, wait, I'm going to be a chupacabra. You're freaking people out all the time. Be good. I'll be a Cthulhu. Like I want to be the, the cosmic owl. That's a cool one. I like appearing in people's dreams. I'll be a... Uh, what's the thing that... A mongoose. Those fictional mongooses? With a horn on its head. Mongai. Uh, yeah, I'll be a mongai. I'll be a cobra then. <laughs> this time it's personal. Welcome to... Hey, let's talk about that movie. Or whatever. The only podcast on the internet where people talk about movies. Why does it have to have such an attitude? I don't know. It's a fucking asshole program. Yeah. Fucking asshole shit. fucking program. Yeah. Let's I... talk shit about them for a long time, and then unless they sponsor us, or if they give you a free... Uh, blowjob? Uh, license. <laughs> 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 they give you a free license to get blowjobs. <laughs> then we'll say, ah, oh, we were just kidding. It's really good. Now that this company gave me a blowjob, I fully sponsor them. Because it'd be rude not to. Yeah, I'll be right back. You guys can keep talking. But once I get back, you have to tell me everything you said. Keep talking! Uh, talking. I, I hear you not talking, except for Logan. Thanks, Logan. No problem. Well, you guys want to start? Just in case Dylan never shows up. Dylan's never going to be here. Who knows? Yeah, let's start. Let's uh, talk about this uh, this this film. All right, should we uh, have chit-chat first? Uh, like filler? Like, no. Like hors d'oeuvres? Like verbal yeah. hors d'oeuvres? Yeah, herbal hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. All right. 
Now, on to the show. Who wants to say what movie we watched? It was Kevin's pick, so does he want to cover it? I do not. Alright, so no one will say what the movie is. We'll just start talking this week. I mean, I can do it if you want. Unless you want to. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to you, Matt. It's either one of us. It's one of us who gets to talk about this movie. I don't care. My vote was that we don't say what we watched and just start since Kevin doesn't want to say what movie we watched. Alright, this week we watched The Lobster. The description says, In a dystopian near future, single people, according to the laws of the city, are taken to the hotel, where they are obliged to find a romantic partner in 45 days, or are transformed into beasts and sent off into the woods. So yeah, that's uh, that sounds a lot more interesting than the piece of shit I just watched. Alright. How about you guys? What did you think of it, Logan? I thought this movie was hot garbage that tried way too hard and trying to be quirky made it really fucking annoying and stale. And would you recommend it? No, I wouldn't recommend it to anyone, which really sucks because I was really excited to watch this. You wouldn't even recommend it to me? No, I wouldn't. I would would not recommend it to you because I think of you as a friend, Matt, and I would not want to subjugate you to this piece of crap. Oh, okay. What'd you think of that? I loved it. Oh, why? Why? It's pretty good. Uh... Hey, Kevin, what'd you think of this film? Would Matt recommend it? Would you recommend it, Matt? Yes. Why? Because it's good. I just said it's pretty good. Kevin, what'd you think of the film? I liked it, but I did not love it. Yeah, I don't actually love it. I just thought I would sound funnier if I said I loved it after what you said, Logan. But it didn't sound funnier. Yeah, just made you um, look dumb. It's like a cool, absurdist thing, I thought, uh, that uh, kind of made me think about how dumb it is to be a human. Yeah, I can see that. I wanted to think it was a cool, absurdist thing, but then I hear like the dialogue where it's just monotone bullshit, and it happens over and over and over, and people don't speak like normal people. That's part of... Go ahead. Like, that just started grading on me time after time after time. (laughs) Like, and there was also the narration. I mean, I figured Dylan would hate this because of the narrator, but I don't know. But we'll never find out because he's not going to be on. That's what the case seems to be. Yep. I'm sure there are good reasons for it to be so monotone and emotionless, but for me, that I, that didn't work for me either. That made me that counted against it for me. Yeah, like there's some good things with the film. Like I enjoyed parts of it, like despite that. But that whole like the exchanges between the people and the whole monotone, like just emotionless, like back and forths were just. They just ruined the film for me. I, I could see how it could get on your nerves. Personally, I like that. Like, that was part of the thing. Um, it's like everybody is just completely bland and straightforward. Like, not even honest, because people do lie to each other in the movie. But when they're deceiving each other, they still, like, 
they they tell the person that they're speaking to the exact information that they want them to believe. Honestly, it seems like everyone in this near dystopian future is autistic. Like, I feel kind of bad, like, saying... I, I feel like... I'm not trying to pick on autistic people, but it just seems like all of them are autistic. Like, they don't have... They don't take, like, social yeah. cues or norms or whatever. Do you think it's because vaccinations continued to run rampant and that's what happens to everybody? Obviously, there's no other scientific explanation. All right. No, I don't mean that at all. Vaccines don't cause autism. I just want to make that clear. I don't want to, like, prop any bullshit science saying that, that they do. Kevin, I, did you that's hear... dangerous to say that they do because they do not. Did you hear, like, a, a hammer of a gun click back right before he said that? Um, no, it sounded more like a, uh, a hammer of a hammer. Um, c- cool. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, yeah, was this supposed to be a dystopian future? Because I didn't even think of it like that. I just thought it was, like, a weird made-up world. I mean, that's what the description so- says, but it doesn't seem like the future because they're using CD players. Yeah. <laughs> I like think it, that's because those were thrown away and that's where they get their stuff from. It it doesn't seem like uh, this is where the world has gone, like that the world ends up at this place. This just seems like a weird world that isn't. But it, I just like weird alternate universe. Yeah, it's just imagined. Um, that's what I thought. That was, there was a lot about this that when I first started watching it, I didn't know uh, pretty much anything about it. And I assumed it must have been based on a book. There were a lot of things that made me think that. It must but, have nope. been based off a book? It's but it not? wasn't. Nope. Then what the fuck? <laughs> that just annoys me even more. Because some of those things, like the voiceovers and the monotone thing, I could think like, oh, they're trying to be quirky. They're trying to, like, the, from a book or something. Because uh, it's probably translated better in text, but no, it's not for a book. Then what the fuck? No, makes me even angrier. Uh, did you not at least uh, find find it funny sometimes? Just no. the line readings. The like most of the exchanges, no, they just bothered me. Like there were some funny things in there though. There were definitely some funny things. There's sometimes I feel like you can't help but laugh. Like just Colin Farrell's readings of. No lines. The last thing I'd want is a kiss from a little girl. The last thing I want right now is a kiss from a stupid little girl. Yeah, that was the that my my read was much more emotional than his. Yeah, very yeah. much. Was. Which uh, also you said emotionless. That's not accurate either because the people do have emotions. They just don't express them in their conversation. Well, no, I'm saying like the like all the delivery was emotionless. Right. Like, you know, that's I I wanted to say that everyone is just so straightforward and honest, but that's not true because they lie and it's and make up great excuses. That's that's part of what made me think about how stupid it is being a person. It's like, I don't know. Is that worse than what we do? Like, it's kind of the same thing. Like, how do you make the distinction there of, you know. When people talk to each other and they just share information with one another. It's like, just because uh, uh, we learned a different style than than that, our, our way seems better and this seems inhuman to us. No, like, that's not even it. Like, I'm pretty straightforward. I don't, like, 
I could completely understand the whole, like, getting rid of, like, pleasantry bullshit and just being direct. I understand that's something I relate to very well. But this was just completely, it was emotionless. It was bland. And You're, and you're see, very emotive, though, Logan. Like, I get scared talking to you most of the time. Sometimes. It depends. Oh, God! It depends on the times. Like, but it's, like, it felt like the director was, they would deliver something like, no, act worse. I want worse acting. That's what it felt like. I actually think he did give them that note. I watched the extras on the DVD, and that's kind of what Colin Farrell says. That's what I was actually about to say, is that that sounds like probably what did happen. So I'm right again. Thanks, Kevin. No problem. Um, you said the thing about dispensing with pleasantries and stuff. They do pleasantries, too. Like, they do they do small talk. It's just weird. Yeah, it's just incredibly awkward. I stand by what I say. Like, it seems like this near-dystopian future is just full of, like, everyone is autistic. It really does seem that way. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Like, yeah, they, people seem very Asperger-y. Um, all right, so The Lobster... It was directed by Yorgos Lanthimos and written by others, including that first person I said. And it stars uh, Colin Farrell, Rachel Weiss, Jessica Barden, Olivia Coleman, Ashley Jensen, and others, and John C. Riley, and uh, 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 this podcast favorite, Leia Seydoux. What? I couldn't. I couldn't remember the name of the podcast. Since Dylan's not here, one of us had to not be able to remember that. Oh, I didn't. I don't see her on the credits. She's she was the uh, leader of the Outcasts. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, I just remembered. Hey, let's talk about that movie and whichever or whatever. Okay. All right, this week it was the movie that we talked about that I just said. And we all said if we recommended it or not, and if we thought about it. And now it's time to talk about what happened in the movie. And Kevin, go ahead and take point. I actually did not say if I would recommend it. Would you? Yes. Cool. All right. Let's That's go. cool. Well, it's, it's such a batshit premise that you have to at least mention it to people. Even if it's just as a warning to someone you know wouldn't like it. It's it, kind of a singular thing in that way. Like, No, it's definitely is a unique premise, which is one of the reasons I was so disappointed by it. Like, I wanted to like this movie. I really wanted to, and I kept on trying to like this movie, but it just... It, it couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, man. All right, so Kevin, tell us what happens in the movie. Colin Farrell's wife leaves him, so he has to go to the aforementioned hotel where after 45 days of being single, you are turned into the animal of your choice, and hilarity ensues. <laughs> I like the check-in when they uh, asked a sexual preference, and he was like, women? He's like, although there was uh, one homosexual experience, is there a bisexual option? 
no, we did have to get rid of this option because it caused uh, many problems. Administration problems <laughs> yeah. or something like that. <laughs> like operational problems. Yeah, that's it. And then he just takes a long moment to think. It's like, sorry, you will have to decide now whether you want to be registered as a homosexual or heterosexual. And he takes a comedically long time to think about it. It's a tough decision, man. You had to like pick his preference. Also, it's not just after 45 days, because you can earn more time at the hotel, because uh, when they take everyone out on hunts to hunt down people who have escaped and have ran off and are living in the woods, if you catch them, you get more days. Go ahead, Kevin. I was just going to say one thing I will say, because I saw this like two and three quarters times, is I, I saw something new every time I watched it, something that didn't... Either didn't register, didn't quite make sense the first time. So if like you didn't hate it the first, like that, I didn't oh. catch that the first time I watched it. Actually, the first two times I watched it, I didn't catch it. That's what was happening during that scene. Did you fall asleep a lot? Yes. I mean, it was like, yeah, they pretty much spelled that out. Like, there's, I don't know, there wasn't, there didn't seem like a whole lot of nuance. Well, the. Third and final, I assume, time that you watched it, Kevin, we watched it together. Was it because we explained that that's what's happening that you understood? Probably. Okay, good. Um, also, uh, we didn't mention he has a dog with him. The dog is his brother. Yeah. Yeah. And he decides to woo a sociopath. That was fun. Yeah, the woman who's completely heartless. Yep. Which... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, while you're at the hotel, you are not allowed to masturbate, and every uh, John C. Riley did masturbate, and he got his hand stuck in a toaster and burned. Which uh, that leads me to my first question: uh, Do you think that you would quit masturbating if you got your hand burned in a toaster? No. I think you would have to, wouldn't you? <laughs> there are other ways to masturbate. Wait, Kevin, do you just, like, have one hand? Like, you're just like, oh, I can't masturbate anymore. The hand's gone. one hand that knows what it's doing. Kevin doesn't realize when he's masturbating. People have to point it out to him. And also, I think, just... I think the lady says for repeatedly masturbating. So maybe you can get away with it every now and then. Yeah, I wondered if they did or if they were just waiting to see if he did it once and felt bad about it. Or if maybe he did it like 10 times a day. Like if he did it uh, too much, then that would gauge how how harsh the punishment is. Um, but like, also... Maybe they're but, like, we'd give him a pass. And like, man, he keeps on fucking doing it, though. Also, every morning, a uh, maid comes in and she... Uh, it's kind of like tidying up, and then she has you sit on the bed, and she pulls up her skirt and rubs it on your junk until you get an erection. And and then Colin Farrell says, that's awful, just awful. It is pretty awful. Yeah. So, I like their uh, demonstrations that they had for the people of the uh, uh, man eats alone and man eats with woman, and yeah. woman walks alone, and woman walks with man, to demonstrate why it's you should be a couple and not by yourself. 
Because if you're a man by yourself, then you choke and die in a restaurant. And if you're a woman by yourself, then there's some weirdo that is, acts, is, does a weird thing. If you're a single woman, you're definitely getting raped, is what they were saying. I, I liked her reaction with just how she was, like, waving her hands around, like, oh, oh. <laughs> Anyways, Kevin thought the rape scene was really funny. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty funny. So, uh, uh, he, he has a friend who, uh, there's a girl there who is always getting nosebleeds. And so this guy that he met there is like wooing her by bashing his nose against things and making himself get a nosebleed. Yeah, because you can't relate to anyone unless you have the exact same problems. <laughs> yeah. You have to have the same defining characteristic. When they were matching those two up, announcing them as a couple, they were like, they are perfect for each other. They both have the same problems with their noses. Which maybe they're on to something because those two weren't getting along. What two? The two nosebleed people. Since oh, he didn't really have nosebleeds, then they, they fought a lot and had children. Yeah, that was the thing that if... Uh, if it's not working out for you uh, as a couple, then you will be assigned children. That usually helps. I remember near the end where, like, the girl says, Here's a knife, I'm gonna kill him! <laughs> I wonder if that kid was just still pissed off about getting kicked in the shin. I didn't even think about that, that's funny. I just like how casually she was like, Here's the knife, kill him! I don't know, she wasn't really casual about it. She was, like, fucking out for blood, man. Casual in the sense that it wasn't a big deal to her. It was like, uh, yeah, kill that guy. Dylan! What's up? Hey, what did you think of this movie, and would you recommend it? We're halfway through the discussion of the film. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I liked it. Okay, would you recommend it? Uh, yeah, so, like, you know, people who like little independent weird titles, I feel like this one's... One of those things that would sit on my Netflix like watch list for a while, and then I would never get to it, and then it would get taken off the watch list and off Netflix entirely. Until I thought it was pretty, yeah, I thought it was pretty it. good. It, exactly, I thought it was pretty good. It dragged like the second, the first half was better than the second half, but um, I, I thought that yeah. about the second half the first time I watched it. The second time I watched it, though, I was more into the second half. I think I might yeah. have just been tired the first time. I was definitely more into the the second half. Like the first half, I just was. I was thought it was painful. The first yeah, I, I wish I wish I didn't know anything about this movie. I mean, I, I knew the general concept, but I wish I didn't even know that because I did insane because I successfully go into all the movies not knowing what they are. I'm Toad's Jail. So I've got a big note that says John C. Riley in all capital letters with three exclamation points. Now that was a surprise. Sorry, we're already past the part where we talk about him. So. Oh, okay. Did you recognize Leia Seydoux? Uh, I didn't know her name, but if that's the person we're thinking about, that I'm thinking about, then probably, yeah. That's the person I'm thinking about. Was she the uh, the matriarch of the, uh, the, the the loners? Indeed. Yep, she's been in stuff. I don't know her name, though. That's a cool name. I called her the leader of the outcasts, but that's pretty close to what I said. That's, I feel like that, that could be a translation, you know. That would be a Google Translate. Yeah, you speak her language, so. It's true. I do parler le français uh, beaucoup. Uh, guys, um, isn't it funny how Colin Farrell? It's like the, he's like incredibly sexy, 
and they always make him look like nerdy and gross, and they give him a little fat belly to wear. I thought that was funny. A what did you th- mustache? What did you think about everyone's temperament and uh, how everybody? Well, talks? you know how I normally dislike uh, narration in movies. I oh, guess most hey, people, here most it is, Logan. Do. Logan post <laughs> posed a guess of what you would think about that. Well, I mean, that's a common thing. Nobody likes narr- – there are no narration fans who look forward to narration, but I thought it worked well because it wasn't used as a, like, lazy way to, like, sh- tell what characters are thinking or feeling instead of showing. I mean, I really did that. <laughs> right, but it doesn't do it, like, as a replacement for character development. It does it a way to, like, enhance it and to add to the the, the weird, quirky style of the movie. Like, yeah, this is just a normal, like, very uh, prosaic – you know, like like basic average film. Yeah, I would fucking hate it, but this is a strange dystopian novel of a movie. So it works for me there. Also, it's very weird. Uh, also, the the narration is um, Rachel Weiss's character, right? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty – that was kind of cool. That was so, a good twist on it. Yeah, the first part of the story, she's not even there for. She's just narrating what happened. And then, exactly. then she's there, and then – I did get some really helpful, but I actually uh, uh, some helpful uh, blood stain removal tips because my nose bleeds a lot. That was very helpful in the beginning of the movie. Cold water. Yeah, I already knew that. I didn't know. Didn't know that. Did you guys laugh out loud at all? No, I did multiple times. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. It was more of a like I'm at a play laugh, but it was definitely laughs. Oh, mine was. Wait, you try and laugh out loud more at a play? No, I mean, like, you know, like, ha, 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 that was a clever thing, and I'm kind of laughing at how clever or funny that was, instead of like, whoa, I'm out of my seat, you know, like, rolling on the floor laughing, my ass off. What is that laughing? The one where you... I don't know, Matt, you haven't you haven't successfully seat. made me do that in my life since the years that we've been friends, so I don't know. Well, you're never sitting down, you're always standing and walking. <laughs> yeah, I'm that guy, you know. Yep. <laughs> standing and walking. Kevin, what do you think of my lateness? You should be honored by my greatness. I'm all right with it. I get it. All right. How did you know Kevin was here? I wasn't sure if he was there, and that was a total gamble on my part. That was a good guess. It paid off. I'm pretty sure he shows up on the call. I mean, you can see everyone who's here. So I'm not looking at Skype right now. Yeah, but we've already established he's not good at interpreting what symbols on computer screens mean. Yes. Um, Alright, so there's a lady at the place who is completely heartless. Mm-hmm. Right, actually, like, literally, like, soci- sociopathically heartless. Yeah, like, everybody in this movie is very flat in their everything. <laughs> And the way they talk is just like if you could like the little things you'd say to your partner that you don't that you just don't say but you wish you could say kind of you know like you're holding my hand like slightly different than how I would like my hand to be held kind of you know, that's always great. It's like everybody kind of conveys the same information that you know us in this world would. It's just in a very in a, a flatter way. But that doesn't mean the characters like can't lie. Or is he the only person right. that really? D- yeah, we already <laughs> talked about that. Okay, sure. I'll just you know. <laughs> yeah, shut up. All right. It does seem like Colin Farrell specifically, and maybe Rachel Weisz's characters, they're putting on an act as far as the stoicism. But the the psychopath lady, she <laughs> that just seems like her character. Her which, which psychopath lady? The one that. Uh, <laughs> 
the kills one, his brother. Yeah. He tries to woo her. Uh, the first time he decides to, though, um, there had been a lady on the bus when they're going to Hunt's who had been uh, kind of hitting on him and uh, telling him what kind of uh, sex things that she would do to him and, you know, that it would, it would he's welcome to it and trying to get him to be her partner and also informs him that uh, if nobody if uh, nobody uh, pairs up with her that she will uh, throw herself out of the window uh, of the third floor and so pretty soon after that she is half splattered on the on the ground and it's just screaming in pain because it wasn't high enough up to kill her. Butter biscuits everywhere. And someone is just watching it. I couldn't identify who. It's a sociopath. Oh, uh, I thought it was a guy. I thought it was a guy in a suit. Well, well like, she she was sitting there. down watching. Like, she was just sort of nearby. It seemed like she didn't give a shit either way. Yeah, I think you might be right, Logan. I thought it was a guy. No, I just watched it. I know it, sir. Well, that's the sad part. I just watched it, too. <laughs> it makes it bad. Um... But yeah. he, uh, he he just goes up to her and just mentions, oh, yes, the, the lady splat on the ground. He's like, I hope she dies quickly. On second thought, I, I hope she suffers for a long time before she dies. I just hope that uh, she doesn't keep making this noise because I'm tired from playing golf. And the last thing I want is to hear her screams while I'm trying to take a nap. And I guess successfully <laughs> convinces her that he is also has no feelings. But then when they start uh, the courtship, it seems like everything she does is constantly testing him. And he's always just sort of eking by of not having a, a, a response to things emotionally. You left out the scene that really convinced her, which is when she pretends to choke to death on an olive. And he <laughs> yeah. does nothing. In the uh, jacuzzi. And he just sits there. And then she's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> Would you like to see me tonight? With I think we might be a match. And that was that was part of the that was a thing that we referenced earlier is his friend who uh, pretended to have nosebleeds the and the girl who does have nosebleeds they are having problems apparently and have been assigned a child. And when they meet up with her, and he says the thing about last thing I want right now is a kiss from a stupid little girl. A silly little girl, and then kicks her in the shin. So, do you think that's a commentary on like how people changing who they are, or at least attempting to try to be someone different to impress other people and start a relationship? Sure. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's pretty obvious. I just had to say the stupid thing out loud. Thanks, Logan. Um, I did laugh out loud very hard when they threw in the line about the kid. Give him some kids. Yeah, just like how having oh, a kid so in a, <laughs> how having a kid in a relationship fixes everything, how people like desperately try to have kids to keep a marriage fixes together. It, even yeah, fixes everything it, and yeah, yeah. Even and then it doesn't like and then makes you like less sexually active with your partner and <laughs> makes everything. Yeah, they do it to, to like a, as an attempt to hold on to someone, but really it just makes everything worse. It definitely has the feel yeah. and this you don't don't give me a second here. It kind of feels like the Faster! modern all right, kind of like the modern habits of the mating human. Slower. Mating habits, mating habits of the modern human. Is that Earth. what that's called? Earthbound human. That movie sucked, but this also feels like a, an alien science experiment, 
where it's like it's like they look at the most superficial aspects of like what makes the relationship and then like forces real humans to have to deal with that. I mean, I know it's all a satire. Yeah. On, I feel on, like you know. I'd probably enjoy that movie more. And there's also a big part of that, too, that I'll talk about when we get to once they leave the hotel. So let's make them leave the hotel real quick in our minds. Which happens pretty early. It's like the first like first half an hour. Yeah, I, I remember oh. that lasting a lot longer the first time I watched it. But like I said, the second time, it seems like it just got that over with fairly quickly. And then I was interested in the outcast part. I'm pretty sure that they leave the ho- he leaves the hotel a little bit like after halfway through. It uh, feels like he's not there for very long, I guess. Uh, it's like the whole entire movie is like in the, like the first half of the movie is in the hotel. So then they fuck, and it seems like she is like gauging him then too, and asks him to turn the light on so that she can see his face better. I think they're not. They don't. Oh, they do fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you, you see the part where they don't fuck. And at first, when uh, they were in the uh, dog-ular position, uh, and he makes a noise, she's like, what was that? And then he starts being quieter. And so then that's the next day he wakes up, and she's like, I killed your brother. Now is the test that she finally catches him on. Because he's like, like, oh, yes, I don't care. I'd love some coffee. Which, by the way, Kevin, way to go picking a movie where a dog gets stomped to death. It wasn't a dog. It was a person. Okay, you're right. Um, well, it used to be a person. It was a dog, now. Do we ever find out how much we like how how much of their they re- retain when they get turned to an animal, like their their intelligence nope. or personality or anything? No clue of that. And the thing at the beginning where the the lady shoots shoots the donkey, obviously her former lover or something like that, does that ever come up again? I was waiting for that to come up. As far as I know, sense? it doesn't. Okay. What? That's a question I have too. What do you think that was? Oh, I'm sure probably like an ex-lover or something or someone that, you know, broke up with her probably and then ended up maybe dying. That's just a guess. I don't know. Or not dying, but, you know, ended up turning to him. I assumed revenge, but I also imagine it could have been uh, someone that she promised she would kill if they were turned into an animal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it could be that, too. That's a good one, too. I like how the, uh, the very... He gets turned to animal for being alone, and then the other obviously has a donkey partner that comes and like hits like what the fuck. <laughs> you know? uh, did did we ever find out what they get turned to an animal? Uh, what animal they get turned into if they get caught when when they get loose? Nope, no. Okay. But um, he yeah. They obliquely they, reference they, it like, oh, it's a bad one. They say that you get turned into the animal no one wants to be. That's all which they is, say which about one is that. that? I'm I don't thinking know. it's that's a donkey. My, that's my next question. What do you guys think it is? Yeah. I think it's I, a donkey. But why would no one want to be that don- a cool donkey? I feel like it would have to be something awful, but also something that lives like for a really long time. Like the last tortoise on like a tiny island. See, that's what I would want to be is a tortoise. Kind of nice, yeah. I'd be into that. You ever seen tortoises fucking? It's hot. No. They're like That's why they're so we haven't, so I'm, I'm assuming great. we all will, like, have this podcast. <laughs> Alright, we'll post that on the Twitter. So anyways, he gets revenge on that lady. Uh, by uh, Gets the maid to help him knock her out, sneak her into the surgery room. And uh, he turns her into something, but he would never tell anybody what it was. What do you guys think that was? 
he wouldn't even tell that girl that he liked. Probably was a bad one. Yeah, it was narrating the movie. She needs to know all this stuff. Like a flea or like a, you know, like a dung beetle. I think it was one of the rabbits that he gives to Rachel Weiss. Oh, that's smart. I think you're right. Mm. I love the random I animals in the woods. That's cool. My guess is that he turned her into a corpse. Um, <laughs> which I still yeah. think one of the weirdest things about this movie is that they are turned into animals via surgery. It's yeah, not like, like it's some... not magic. They <laughs> they have a surgical procedure to turn you into an animal. For any animal. And it seems like animals, like the animal population, any animal population is very highly dependent on this pro- procedure. Like, yes. Getting, so it's like, oh, yeah, there are no lobsters left because nobody wants to be a lobster. Yeah, it's so. like, yeah, people uh, tend to pick common animals, which is why there are so many of them. <laughs> so many dogs. That's why the world is full of dogs. So then the movie ends. Yeah, it ends when he escapes. And I liked that they talked about once he joins up with the uh, loners, the, um, that they had like lots of punishments of varying degrees for breaking their rules. And he was like, uh, uh, Rachel Weiss was, said, uh, like, for example, um, having your thumb cut is worse than having your head shaved. And uh, having a hot boiled egg on your arm is worse than having your leg kicked. In your armpit, that does sound pretty unpleasant. Your armpit, yeah. it's like right out of the right out of the you know the, the boil. Oh. But then uh, they show there's a couple people who had the punishment called the red kiss because they kissed, and you're not allowed to to pair up in the outsiders, um, where it's. That they cut your mouth, your lips, and then you got to kiss each other. And she said that there's one uh, punishment that she's very afraid of called the red intercourse. Yeah, this could be a real, this, you could really easily adapt this to like a, a dystopian kid fiction. What? You, you know, because it's like, it, it's almost like a, like a parody of that stuff, right? Because it's like... Uh, you know, the society has these very strict rules, and then you get out, and then they also have very strict rules. There's no, you know, middle ground. There's no gray area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's more stuff. I mean, I guess it's like, obviously, it's saying like, well, you know, society demands that you be in a monogamous relationship, and then when, and then there are or, many rules with that, and then if you're or, single, oh, no, there's many rules with that. Yeah, it demands that you have to commit to that and not cop like out. Like the life of, of an ascetic, like a celibate, yeah. Yeah, and then um, then they like they go into town and pretend to be couples. Like, and the town is like a it, it's it's teased a bit like oh we're gonna go into town and you think like what the hell is this town gonna be like and then it's just a kind of a town it's just kind of a boring like mall. <laughs> yeah, you see them walking out of the woods. They're like all in business suits, the the four of them, and then you see them like walking along the interstate or whatever <laughs> along the. I guess it's not an interstate, <laughs> but you see them walking along the highway and then end up in the city. They go to like a mall. And yeah, and that's, they're just like shopping for the most like banal things. And that's, yep. I, yeah, I guess, and, just all a cover, I suppose. And so part of that was just, uh, of, of their trips where they were visiting the leader's parents to make them think that she was a couple. She was in a couple. 
Yeah, make her think she's okay, I guess. Like, I'm sure she, you know, escaped and was like, oh, yeah, I'm in a relationship now and I got out. Or if they even know that she was picked up, you know. Yeah. It's it was to be a thing. Part was of pretty- the, like, it's so ridiculous that, like, they're pretending to be couples to make their life easier because they are outcasts because they're single. And so, the awesome, ridiculous like, when small they talk could- you have, like, with your parent, with, like, your friend's parents or your person's parents it's so amazing yeah so they could easily just be a couple but no they can't they're single just, like, just pretend to be an actual couple instead of pretending like every other week yeah and they're just like completely doing the things that couples do but anyways that's stupid like what's the difference of being a couple and not being a couple if you're doing the same activities I feel like the leader might have been a repressed lesbian. But that's acceptable. That's, You're allowed to be a... Uh, but no, that's why she was anti-couple, is because she couldn't admit that she would want to be with Because a woman. she refused to register as a as a right. homosexual? Yeah. yeah. I do remember watching her have sex with another girl. <laughs> For quite a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, for I new like... listeners, please see episode 51, Abduction, to see what we're talking about. No, it's not posted. Dylan, why won't you edit Abduction already? Hey, let's talk about this editing or whatever. Yeah, we're like way behind now. We got a bunch of episodes recorded. But imagine how good it's going to be when it comes out. It's been in the oven for that long. So okay. I just, I just okay. want to explain to listeners, though of now a month and a half after there was a weird long gap what what the gap was about so it's gonna be like Duke Nukem Forever you're saying Dylan like it took like 13 years to make and then it turned out to be great it's gonna be like Bioshock Infinite where it took forever to make it turned out to be great and then everyone hated it the year after it came out (laughs) or it's gonna be like uh, that Jerry yeah everyone hates it now Logan look at the internet now everyone hates it (laughs) look at the internet now Logan just Google Bioshock Infinite. There's so many articles saying how dumb it was. Yeah, but a lot of video games are dumb. I mean, it's, it was no dumber than half the shit that we play already. I don't make the internet rules. I just enforce them, Logan. Game's dumb. Uh, so, John C. Riley shows up again, and then he steals his clothes. Um, I, th- I like their code that they worked out, uh, Colin Farrell and Rachel Weisz. That they could have full conversations without uh, speaking. Like, for example, turning their head to the left meant I love you more than anything. And turning your head to the right meant look out, we're in trouble. Or was it the other way around? I don't remember which one was which. No, you got it right. Okay, cool. Um, also, Colin Farrell, super good at excuses. So good? Yeah. Like, uh, at one point, he uh, shows back up, and she's, uh, 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 Lea Seydoux, I think, was like, where were you? And he was like, I was masturbating behind those trees over there. And then another time, he wants to leave, and he comes up with the excuse of, excuse me, I left some batteries down by that tree, and the last thing I want is to lose them. So he when he's telling John C. Riley how he was his best friend? 
<laughs> yeah, what did he say? Uh, John C. Reilly's like, you always hung out with that other guy more. And he's like, who's that? I don't even remember that guy. I don't even remember his face. That was beautiful. He seems to be like a like a hostage negotiator. That was amazing. Also, the 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 outsiders like uh, go do raids on the hotel, and that was that was when uh, Colin Farrell asked if he can go to the yacht of the like last stage of becoming a couple, and goes and tells the uh, the lady with nosebleeds that that guy was faking the nosebleeds. What was he supposed to do when he went there? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They were just supposed to fuck with everybody, I guess. Yeah, that's their ultimate goal. It's kind of all they do. Just to prove how, like, how I'm sure, like, oh, this is, you're living a lie. You guys actually hate each other. Yeah. Or, you know, he's lying to you or she's lying to you or whatever. Did you guys cover how um, the guy who's trying to to, to meet the, to get with the the bloody nose girl, when he tries to, his game in the pool it was so beautiful. You know, when he shows up, he's like, uh, breaststroke or something, and then he does a, immediately does a flip in the pool, and then she has to stop talking to him, and she starts, like, I guess that's part of his game to impress her. It was, that was very funny, actually. It was like a 12-year-old trying to impress someone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, so let's talk about our favorite scenes, I guess. Let's all guess what Matt's favorite scene is, and then we'll see if any of us are right. I guess the butt rubbing. Which butt rubbing? Uh, the one with the hotel, and then the, he says that this is awful. Yeah, that was, that was good butt rubbing. Oh, that was the awful butt rubbing. Oh, that's what made it so good. Yeah, now you pick this favorite scene. Yeah, Kevin, you pick it. No, you have to go. It's your idea, Dylan. You have to go now. Yeah, Kevin, it was my idea. Go pick some shit. Hey, Matt, you should guess Matt's favorite scene. I should guess my favorite scene? Yeah, just guess. Just guess mm, it. My favorite scene? Yeah, guess what you think Matt would, Matt's favorite scene would be. Okay. We'll go over uh, the actual favorite scenes later, but you guess what you think Matt would I'm, like. I'm gonna guess it was when Colin Farrell talks to Rachel Weiss in code, but she's blind, so he describes what he's doing with his body. But doesn't actually do it with his body. He just says, like, uh, hold up arm, lay down, turn, uh, three-quarter turn. That's a pretty good guess. Thank you. I would not have guessed that. What was it actually? It was the butt rubbing. Hey, guys, let's go over all our favorite scenes. Hey, Matt, what was your favorite scene? Dylan guessed it right. It was when the lady rubbed her butt. I got it right. Uh, Which butt rubbing one? Oh, yeah, there was another one. Yes, there was. Yeah, the heartless lady. Yeah, oh, that's the one you like. No, I, you like the maid, I, right? He, well, yeah, I thought yeah. I did, but now Dylan reminded me of that. I think I'm going to go what? with the heartless lady because that seems more dangerous. Ah, oh, shit. She ah. might kill you. With her butt. Yep. At any moment. Hey, Dylan, what was your favorite scene? Hey, what if she was just rubbing her butt on his junk to see if he seemed like he cared that much? Dylan, what was your favorite scene? Well, you know, I would say when he met up with John C. Riley in the woods and he had to, like, you know, lie to him. And uh, and I guess he didn't think that, he didn't think that, like, 
he didn't plan on anyone coming to save him, right? Like, it's like he didn't expect that, so I guess he was just trying to stretch for time. Anyway, my, I'll say my favorite scene, though, is when we, when Rachel Weiss gets blinded, and then they lose the only thing they have in common, and then he has to, like, play fake game, like, awful fake games with her. I forgot the name, exactly what she says it's called. It's an amazing name, though. <laughs> well, the game is that he hands her objects, and she feels it, and then says what they are. And he doesn't want her feeling so he says correct every <laughs> yeah, time. The tennis ball, and she's like kiwi. He's like, that's right. <laughs> and the, I, I just love the idea. She says the game is touch, guess, think, win. There, touch, guess, think, win. Yeah, she says it like really quickly. It's one word, and I just love that like commentary and like when people lose, they have in common. They still try to keep it going with this, you know, delude themselves. But uh, yeah, I'll say that was my fave, I guess. Logan. Oh, uh, the dancing scene with the loners, where they're all... Oh, yeah, oh, that was mind. great. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite scene, where they're all just, like, dancing with headphones on in the woods they, in the dark. They, yeah. they can only dance alone. That's why they listen to tech. <laughs> Electronic. Electronic. Yes. Gavin? Well, I really like when he kicked the little girl. That was funny. Uh, I thought and, you were going to uh, say when she stomped the dog to death. My actual favorite was the one Logan said, but um, in lieu of that, I would say the final scene. I just I thought mean, that was great. You can pick the same final. Like, no, I can't. Scene. Yeah, you can. No, I can't. I mean, it's just. I picked the end, the very end. I like the end. Yeah, uh, Leia Seydoux had Rachel Weisz uh, blinded. Can you explain that to me? <laughs> what? What part <laughs> of it specifically? Because Multiple things that don't super make sense. Well, first it. off, that a doctor is just, which the doctor who is from Burning Sound Studio, amazing guy, just agrees to this operation. Like, it's a normal thing. And. She probably uh, just knew he wasn't a good doctor. Or, well, I, I guess throughout the movie, there are, like, signs that this is a very rigid society, but there are gaps. There's, there's like, a black market. There are, you know, people smoke in the woods when they shouldn't smoke. And so I'm sure it's, you know, I'm sure they work something out. Uh, when she is blinded. And then she convinces Rachel Weiss, like, oh no, it's better. Look, see, like stab and she pretends to pretends to get stabbed, but gets her like lover stabbed? Explain that. Unpack yes. that for me. <laughs> yeah. It makes no sense. That she does a thing where she takes the, the other lady and uh uh she's like uh Rachel Weiss once she realizes she's been intentionally blinded, it has them at knife point. And Leia Sidhu is pretending to, like, she shoves the other lady at her and gets her stabbed. And then she, like, follows along with her and makes dying noises so that she thinks that she's stabbed and killed her. But then she just gets up and talks to her. <laughs> yeah, well, I did not understand that scene at all, but it was Seriously? Awesome. All right. All right, this is what happened. She shoves the lady into her, like, while she's trying to get, like, not get stabbed. Uh, she sees she gets stabbed, so she tries pretends that she got her and killed her. Then the, she drops the knife, which she asked her to drop before, to like have her disarmed, which is why she didn't go in herself. And then she talks to her, because now she's disarmed. She doesn't have the knife. That was so unnecessary, though. No, but I mean, like, what does it that mean? Lady. Like, what does it mean? What is the movie trying to say? That as was it. Freud would say sometimes a dick is just a dick. Okay. Yeah, when she stabbed her with that dick. Exactly. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, in a practical sense, if Kevin's right that uh, she's a closet lesbian, maybe she did have relations with that lady, and that's why she wanted her dead. 
But what does it mean? Oh, let me think about it for just a second. Do we have to talk while he does this? Uh, apparently, it probably, probably helps him think if we do. All right. Um, do you, can we can we do a final thoughts? Or I actually have a question. I have another question. You've got questions. What? We've got answers. Probably not, but maybe. Well, we'll see about that. Do you think this movie is like pessimistic or optimistic about like relationships in the end? Overall? Oh, pessimistic. Yeah. Because everybody hates everybody, I, and we're all just lying, and we're not—we yeah. don't really care about anyone but ourselves, and we're just gonna I, lie and like make excuses and have kids to try to I, fix I, I, we never will really fix. All right, all right. I am sad that I wasn't more successful at interrupting Logan. <laughs> uh, well, you got—you have the floor, sir. I don't think it's uh, pessimistic about relationships. Wait, is that what you said? Yeah. I don't think that. I think it is uh, uh, anti the like societal enforcement of the normalities that are like things that are expected of the relationships. Do you, so when I he mean, cuts clearly. his uh, yeah. So when he cuts his eyes out, it's implied. Um, and and that is that is that a is that a good or bad thing? Is you know is it good since like oh he loves this woman so much he wants to live in her same world and share this what they used to share, or is it bad in the sense that like this is this relationship is so toxic to 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 keep any semblance of it going on. He's willing to mutilate himself. Let's kind of talk about let's talk Which, about that. Yeah, they, did, they, did they you guys at, actually say what the last scene was? Yeah, no, no, but like the last scene, yeah, is her like just in the cafe, her waiting for him to gouge his eyes out, which was implied that he was going to do. But they don't actually show him doing it, and they don't show him coming out. So he one hundred percent killed himself, right? No, that's really open ended. Like, it's really he open that be. he maybe thought he couldn't go through with it and just left her there, and that would be in tone with the movie. Actually, any yeah. anything, any of those things could happen, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's any of that stuff could happen. That's yeah. why it's good. It was left open. There but you go. Personally, I think he fucking killed himself <laughs> because when he's preparing to gouge his eyes out, as you said, he's got this fucking big ass sharp like steak knife that. He's just pointing at his eyeball and, like, about to shove into his face. That for sure, like, is going into his brain. Yeah, that was pretty great. I think but you don't left. hear, like, a scream or anything. It's hard to tell. That's true. Which he could have died immediately. Or he could have snuck out. Or uh, the movie could have ended. Out. The movie could have ended before he made a decision. Yep. That's true. I, I also love that outside... I also love that outside the window were like a million things that could kill a blind person. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like yeah, super busy construction, like, traffic. Yeah. Utility vehicles like driving by like fucking construction shit. Also, this movie it was only possible because it was made by five different countries. There was just this is an international film. There's so many different hands in this. Yeah. It's pretty good. Thanks for making me watch this. You're welcome. Oh, wait, it was Kevin, and I told him he shouldn't have picked this since we, multiples of us, had already watched it and we sort of already talked about it on the podcast. It would have been on my Netflix queue, probably, you know? And I was like, ah, I never quite get around to it. It looks kind of sad and weird, like, you know. Oh, well. Thanks. Uh. Next week, it's 
the Taylor Lautner vehicle. I Are, forget what it's called. Don't but the one where he that. jumps, don't jumps around. That. Wait, are you? Oh shit! Is Dylan getting to pick? Is that a thing that's happening? That's I. I, I skip like three weeks and I get to pick a movie. That's not how this show works. You got to punish me. Get, give me the red okay. kiss. Logan's turn. Yeah. Okay. Because I assume that Dylan wasn't coming back this week. Hold on, Eddie. guys. Guys, you are. We always wrote it down in the know, ledger. You don't know how the show is worked and formatted, and I always have to remind you how it goes. We haven't done the part where we say what else we're watching. Kevin, what else have you been watching? That Which, by the way. That. Just to help uh, uh, Kevin edit this episode, I want to interrupt the setup that you just did. Uh, <laughs> now that you're more familiar with editing and how people piss you off when on the recording, um, this is gonna—it's uh, 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 probably more difficult when somebody shows up in the middle of the episode. Yeah, that was fine. not my intention. I, if I would have known it was halfway through, I probably just would not have joined. <laughs> Sorry. No, nah, it's good you did. Kevin will turn it into gold somehow. Spin it. Spin it. this bullshit. I'll make it work. Yeah, after this episode drops, people will be like, shit, why haven't we been having somebody come in in the middle of all of the episodes? Wait, there was that one where you like you put in 10 minutes of me in that one episode? That was pretty great. Oh, yeah, and I like didn't explain <laughs> No explanation at all. At all. That was wonderful. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> So, Kevin, what have you been watching besides this movie? Um, I watched Sleepaway Camp. What is that? It's an 80s horror movie. It's a slasher film. It is not good, but the last two, three minutes are so weird and disturbing that I'd almost recommend it. Yeah. Um, I watched a documentary called Under the Mask. It is about a a special effects guy who made a short Batman movie and what a big success it became. Such a success that I've only learned about it 12 years later. Um, But it was, it's all right. I then watched the short Batman movie. It's pretty good. It's called Batman Dead End, by the way, if you want to look it up. Has anyone, you've seen it? Okay. Yeah, it's with like the, oh, I don't want to spoil it, never mind. Did you like it? alright. I mean, it's a fan film. It's not... Yeah. Well, I, really one of the reasons I, I watched it is because I'm like, I want to see a non-professional make a short film about Batman. That sounds awesome. But he is a professional. And uh, so I thought that was... I don't know. Kind of weird. And um, I watched a show on Amazon called Shit's Creek. It is a Canadian show. It was created by Eugene Levy and his son. A wealthy family loses all their money, and one of the only assets they get to keep is a small town that he bought for his son as a joke. So they have to, like, move there. It's good. It's it's like a premise that any network in America would just fuck up terribly. Like, if it were on CBS, it would be unwatchable. But it's... Uh, just like everything else on Yeah, exactly. That's Whoa, exactly what bird. it would be like. But yeah, it's very funny. It's very sweet. It's I'd check it out. Hey Matt, what have you been watching? I don't know. Oh, um, maybe it was because Leia Seydoux wanted to uh, make her uh, feel like she was alone to get her to continue being alone. Huh? Like, cause she 
Because she killed the lady and then she thought she was like blind and alone on the side of the road before she revealed herself like, okay, I can help you, but you have to follow all of my rules of being alone. Since this is outside the film discussion part, I will have to erase that. Nope. Yep. Nope. I just changed the rule so that you have to include it. I just changed it back. Logan, second the rule so that he can't change and it. And I changed the rule that Matt can't change the rule anymore. And no one else second. can. I second. I'm, Yay, thanks, Dylan, for seconding no, second the thing it, I said. I second that was the first one that I put it, up I the second. And so you said, I second, so I seconded. You know, he's just going to edit it however he wants to. That's how he always does it. And yep. People say stuff they didn't really say. I like now that I said it, that, he's going to put even more. What? Yep. So, Kevin... Thanks for telling us what you've been watching. Logan? Oh. What'd you I, ask me what he's been up to? What? what? Huh? I, I thought you were asking what I've been watching. I'm not. Why would I ask someone else? I want to talk about what I've been watching. There'll be time for that, but the rules dictate that Matt has to go second. Well, Matt, uh, what have you been watching? Second Tell to us. last, he meant. What have you been watching, Logan? Oh, I've been watching. Uh, I watched an episode of Lady Dynamite, and I watched. Uh, episode or two of the series called The Strange Calls, which reminds me of Eerie Indiana. It's an, uh, an Australian comedy show kind of thing that's weird. It's basically Eerie Indiana. Basically. About a cop who's in this new town and weird things are happening. Eerie things, even. Indiana. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I also watched this anime called uh, Shogeki no Soma, I think. I'm not sure what it's called. I don't even remember. Great. Let's talk about it. Yeah, it's yeah. about, uh, this. Let's talk it's about a... what it's called. Yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. You can give me, get off my back. Get off my back. I'll figure it out. Uh, it's called okay. Food War. I have one, a, a, a rule to where, uh, Logan can't be mean to us. I second. Oh, All yeah. Right, Logan. But yeah, it's called. The American, yeah, Shokugeki no Soma is what it's called. And sure, tell me something I don't know. The American thing is called Food Wars. But it's a, it's an anime about, you know, cooking. The competition out of this cooking school, pretty much. But it manages to convey excitement and action, even though it's all about cooking. It's pretty great. <laughs> like, it's more exciting than an episode of Dragon Ball Z or whatever your favorite action anime is. Is it more exciting than an episode of Iron Chef? I love that. But uh, does it have just people... as much. Mm, not good enough. It's got to be more exciting, probably. Because I can just watch the 500 episodes of Iron Chef. And you do. Yeah, I do all the time. But it's really cool because they explain, like, the science of cooking and, like, what complements other things. And huh? Oh, but is it, like, Japanese cooking? So it's kind of, like, Japanese gourmet cooking, so it's very, you know, foreign. It's kind of weird. Uh, some of it is. I mean, yeah. like... The is whole... there a stereotypical American chef who's like has blonde hair, is really fat, and has got a big nose? Oh uh, no, hammers? the American chef oh. wears a bikini all the time, has huge breasts, and oh, the lady, very eats good. nothing but meat. Very good, very good. Hmm. Where can I watch this? I can watch it on Crunchyroll. I mean, the second season came out that sounds a few delicious. weeks ago, but it, yeah, it's pretty good. It's just about this cooking school and the competitions there. It's pretty cutthroat. It's really fun. Are there any soon dares? I don't even know. What do you? What? I don't know what that means either. Ask JL. Is there I any feel like soon dares? I don't know what that means. Hey, what? 
I don't know what that means. I've you're, just seen that online. You're such a strong Logan. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. I don't even know what you said. So what have I been watching lately? Reddit.com backslash r backslash the red pill. What have you been watching, Matt? Uh, I don't remember, but I did, while you were talking, remember one thing I recently watched, which was American Ultra, directed by the guy Max that, yeah, that did... No, he Made didn't direct thing. it. No, he directed it, too. No, That's he why didn't. I did. No, he didn't. Yeah, no, he, he didn't. didn't. No, he didn't. Yeah, Logan and I are totally right, and you're totally wrong. You're totally wrong. It was directed by the guy that directed Project X. Yeah, Max Landis. No. It was written John by Landis. Max Landis, John Landis' son. Oh, you're right. It wasn't directed by Max Landis. Yeah, I know. I thought it was. Yeah, it wasn't. I knew the whole time. <laughs> Leave all that in, Kevin. <laughs> Actually, uh, add in reactions of you going, Whoa! or something, Kevin, too, for the shock. Okay, review. do that. Also, Kevin, add in a part where I do a misdirect where I say, Oh, I watched a movie starring Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart. And then everybody will think that it was that one movie that. Just... Now you see me, Adventureland. No, the more Batman recent... versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. No, the less recent one. Um, Welcome to Mars. Is that what that was called? And I'll, to Mars. I'll say it was uh, written and directed by a child molester. Oh, Midnight in Paris. Nope. Cafe Society. Oh, I see. And then you'll you'll think I'm talking about Cafe Society Spotlight. But, but then I'll say American Ultra and then and then and then everybody will be like they'll have to make their own assumptions about the writer and director of American Ultra. Fans of a Latatmouth. Second thought, um, cut write that us out. In and ask us I don't want to like this stuff because we can do more of it. We can do more of this. Just let us know. Yeah. Also, I gave you that setup, Kevin, for you to put it before the thing in a way that you could not do that. So yeah, please don't do that because that would actually lead to could lead to actual legal troubles. I'm not joking. Wait, what? No, I said that it's. I put a disclaimer of like that that wasn't what I did. Wait, this what will be the open so nobody like, will listen. All right, the, 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 like Matt <laughs> saying someone is a pedophile, <laughs> like that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't say that. I didn't say it was a pedophile. I said it was a child molester. Just say allegedly. And he also said everyone could draw their own conclusions. Somebody can molest a child without being a pedophile, and somebody can be a pedophile without molesting a child. Some say. Yes, it's very philosophical. Let's talk about it on our other podcast. What's that called, Dylan? Uh, it's called 8chan backslash poll. Nope. You got it wrong. Ah, oh, shit. Um, so go to Patreon, and I watched American Ultra, and... <sighs> What'd you think of it? Give Max Landis money. He needs money. His dad doesn't have that much left. Uh, it was fine, I guess. No, it's actually really good, and it was better than every other movie that came out that week, even though it made less money. It People was. It. I mean, it was okay. It was. It was like um, if abduction was fun. Wow, I'm instead into of that. just terrible. Yeah, Did Jesse Eisenberg? It's all right. Can he sustain a film? Did anybody like, else watch that? Jesse Eisberg? Yeah, Jesse Eisberg's like a good actor. Like, Yeah, friend of the show. He's been on the epi- on the episodes. Oh, yeah, I reeled on him for being real bad in Batman. The movie I didn't see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the bad back. movie that like everyone was bad in because it was a bad movie. The Bat yeah. movie? 
Because it was so bad. Yeah, exactly. Everyone Kevin. hated how bad it was. Kevin, cut this out and rip your computer out of the wall and <laughs> smash it on your face because this yeah. sucks. Kevin, just put on a different computer to record you editing the thing and smashing your other computer on your face. Hey, I'm telling you, the whole open is just going to be you guys giving me edit notes. We're going to all win MacArthur grants for this episode. Hey, Dylan, what uh, you should uh, what have you been watching? Well, I've been watching Audacity. It's a program, a freeware program for Windows, and I've been editing a little little episode called Abduction. Did anybody recommend this prod prod product to you? Um, yeah, I googled how to make a podcast. Never done it before. How do you do it? And then uh-huh. uh, it said, "Oh, here's this thing's free. You really should use this thing called Adobe." audition but you know if you're a cheapskate do this uh-huh. uh, i saw two things the last really since we talked the last like a month uh those two things were game of thrones i had never seen it before and after so much pressure on my social for my social group for years and years i always said listen i'm gonna read that first book and i'll watch that first season i'll see what i want but nobody's got time to read books so i just went for it. and of course it's really amazing and it's like the biggest budget of anything ever and everything about it is pretty much incredible, and I love it. I'm sorry, everyone, for just not watching it. Yeah, just, and the people are looking pretty close to where the dragons are in the first season. I mean, true. second I, season. I do love, I do love, I mean, we could do a whole podcast about it. I, I, I'm sure there aren't many out there on Game of Thrones, but uh, I do love how, like, I can only imagine the interminable wait of actually like seeing this from the first episode for how slowly some people's storylines go. Holy shit, it's like a totally different experience watching it week to week and then skipping a year. I'm not looking forward to joining you normies and having to like watch it one at a time now. I feel like it's actually better that way. Like, I don't know, when you can just burn through it, it gives it less weight. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I see what you mean. Like, it kind of makes you, like, I, I I was kind of burning it to the end, you know, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. But then I guess doing that, you know, you kind of don't appreciate some really momentous things from, like, the earlier seasons more. Yeah, it gives it less W-A-I-T. But then, <laughs> but then I feel like I'm going to have no you idea. You laugh at me. I did. Why? Because it was me. good. It was a pun. Oh, thanks. Uh, I, I can only, I'm sure I'll forget everything by the time. The show comes back on in like a year. I, you know, that's gonna be a shame. I also saw. Did I talk about seeing that uh, the documentary about the failed Superman film? I saw it a long time ago. I think I forgot to talk about it. Anybody remember that? Do you, does anyone know what I'm talking about? No, I've seen it. I have no oh, you've you seen it, Kevin. Did you talk about it? All right, if you talk about it, that's fine. It's a. Uh, I it, never talked about it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a documentary by like I guess just a fan. I don't think he's like a professional person. The film industry can't really tell. He just seems like a like a schlub, <laughs> schlubby guy. And uh, he like interviews Tim Burton and all these people uh, about the failed Superman project uh, from the late '90s that Nicholas Cage was supposed to start. Oh, that one! I forgot. The one about. that yeah. we all know tons about because of Kevin Smith. Yeah, the one that we all know, and he's definitely interviewed in that podcast. Uh, or not podcast, it's a movie, but it could be a podcast. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Uh, what am I doing right now? It's a movie about podcasts, that's right. Um, so, yeah, it's it's totally inessential. It's better than it's, podcasting about movies. Yeah, who the hell would do that? Um, oh, wait, no, it's, it's not. It's, uh, it's, it's, like, very interesting, but really, if you don't care about this, you're not going to care at all. Like, it's not going to, like... You know, there's some documentaries you watch. They're like, I know nothing about this, and now, and I, I watched it, and it's amazing, and now I care about it. It's probably not going to make you do that. But you know, if you're a nerd and you want some extra info, it's like a DVD special feature from a movie that never came out. Uh, another movie I watched that I paid, I'd say, it, it, 
rounds out to about two-thirds of attention to for the whole thing uh, is when we call Election. And I've been meaning to watch that for a long time because I, I thought – yeah, I thought it was like a teen movie or something, you know, when it came out-ish. <laughs> and then it's like, no, it turns out it's like this really subversive movie. So I gave it a shot, and it's that Alexander movie. Payne. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's, uh, what's his, I forget. Remind me. What's his what? What's his oeuvre? His oeuvre? Uh, uh, over easy. Oh, uh, yeah. That was good. the French word for eggs, right? Uh, sort of, but no. I did it. You made it happen. Steak-o-pla. God, this is this is taking so much. Yeah, I know, I know his, uh, I know his done other movies. I can't think of any of them right now. I'm sure Matt um, could if he was being nice. Sideways. Yeah, yeah, sideways, and then that other one that came up pretty about recently. About Schmidt. Oh, recently boy. was. Um, did you watch About Schmidt? No. You should watch that just so you have to watch that. All right, that's fair. We'll you can know about all about Schmidt if you watch About Schmidt. I kind of got lost in that cloud of, like, where Jack Nicholson started making really shit movies. And I think Adam Sandler's in there somewhere. I'm probably thinking of a different movie. Uh, anyway, that movie had a bunch of narration and was kind of stylized. Uh, and I can't tell if I like the narration or not. But uh, Nebraska, that's the one you're playing. Yeah, Nebraska. There you go. Uh, would I recommend Election? Oh, yeah, he did yeah. Citizen Ruth. Let's watch that. Oh, I actually have seen that. That's, pretty, that's yeah. a pretty cute movie. I like that. What's her name doesn't get a lot of starring turns. I watched I that don't... when I was twelve. That seems a bit young to watch a movie about like the abortion debate in nineties America. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> I don't remember what that was about. <laughs> it was about huffing stuff and abortions. Oh right. Okay. <laughs> now you got it. By Jurassic by the Jurassic Park lady. Sorry we had to call yeah. it. Jurassic Park lady. Uh so Seems yeah, to be the rogue one lady. Oh no way. Really? <laughs> What's she gonna oh, no, no, no. She's going to be in the next uh, episode eight, I guess. Oh, oh. man, that's going to be weird. Hmm. Does she play uh, Han Solo? Because they couldn't get him back, Harrison Ford. Yeah, she she's single, and she has to go undergo an operation to become a, a girl. <laughs> I hope oh, they do, uh, like, they want him to appear as a ghost, but they can't even get him back for that, so they have to recast. No, I, I was going to say, I love how that completely turn where for decades, literally decades Harrison Ford is like, fuck Star Wars, oh, the character's done, I hate it, I'm never doing it again, to like, yeah, I'll do it, and then like teasing, like, yeah, I'll be in the second one too, who cares? Like, <laughs> hell, Harrison Ford. And then he like, grins and swirls his earring. <laughs> he plays with his earring lovingly, <laughs> bottles it. Uh, anyway, so Election, yeah, it's another kind of weird film, and I don't know if it, it works super well, but it's, you know, it's a weird, different film. In the vein of this a little bit, but, you know, less like... Also, Matthew Broderick is a child molester. That is not true. His friend is. Yeah, that's right. His friend is. Yeah. Although he does have weird I'm, fantasies, I mean, but he in never that acts movie. on them. Yeah. He did in real life... Uh, He's trying to make Logan lose his mind again. What? I'm not scared of him anymore. Now <laughs> I realize he's not living where I am. And the rules, too. He can't be mean to us. Um, that, that goes for your whole life, by the way, Logan. You can't send us angry messages. You gotta be cool. <laughs> Uh, he did kill he someone. He us on... passive aggressive messages, but yeah, he killed someone uh, in a car crash right in Ireland, and then his girlfriend at the time, Jennifer Grey, like kind of it moved her so much, affected her so much that he kind of stopped wanting to be an actress after that. Yeah, that but that's one of those things that we don't talk about. Can we just sweep it under the rug? Already, because he was Ferris Bueller, and that was very impactful for some reason. And then he married Kim Control. 
so that's what I've been watching. Um, who, man, Kevin? Oh yeah, I that... married Kim Cattrall. Kevin, who did you marry? All right, Matt. I yes. think no one has else. We'll talk. What happened? Now to... is it's time for picking. Kevin, right. what did you pick to watch? Oh, you already said. Dylan, you talk. Okay, uh, I picked that movie where Taylor Lautner is like a parkour guy. It's I didn't on tell you to pick. I told you to talk. Don't do irresponsible things with your talking words. Talking about picking, and that, and I know what I, I know what I pick, and I pick what I want, and I want to pick a Taylor Lautner film. So Logan, what is your choice? Deathgasm. Uh, that's what we're watching. Good night, everybody. See you next week. Night, everybody. Next week's movie is Deathgasm. Yeah, I'm not going to be here for that. Okay. Are you going to be dead or orgasming? It'll be hard to tell. Hmm. I get it. A little call from column A, probably a little from column B. Yeah. It'll be. I'm the Lindbergh baby. It'll be flatlining. Let's just say it'll be. That's what the kids call that. It'll be a phantasm, phantasmagorical. Let's just say I'm going to slam evil. Hey, if Dylan doesn't come back because he doesn't want to watch that movie, then he can't pick Tracers next week. Oh, that's True. what it's called. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. I Tracers, yes. I would never be able to find it just by Googling Taylor Lautner because every time I Google that, it's just pictures of him with his shirt off. So, All right. Distracting so, uh, it's called Trancers. Pick Trancers, Dylan. All right. So good night, okay, everybody. Good, good night. Hey, Kevin. Good, not- Kevin. good night, Logan. Kevin. Yeah. Say the thing that says good night. I was waiting for more editing notes. Oh, Kevin, right here you should put in the sound of um. All right, uh, I'm, I'm gonna say good night. I'm gonna stop recording. <laughs> right, hold- Again, you listen to hey, let's think about the thingies. Thanks for listening. And make sure to go online and see the internet and look up videos of cool stuff and rate and review those on iTunes and then download them on your favorite iTunes gift card. And then high five some person and be like, yay! Good night! Um. No, wait, hold on. It'll be really good when I think of it. Uh, it's already bye. done. I already stopped recording. Wait, uh, I didn't say bye. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks because you didn't People do it. People think I don't care. Because you didn't care. I did. I, I gave you an opportunity and then you were like, uh. The sound of cash registers gradually fading into like an ambient wind noise.